<laughs> I wrote a book. Fiona. Number 172. The one where we have a holly jolly Christmas. The Theonauts Podcast. Christian news from around the globe. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. Explore the vast reaches of God's word. Hello, all you Theo Tannenbaums out there. I'm David Gaddy. I'm Jeremiah Orr. Together we are the Theonauts. Hey there, David. How's it going? It's going good, man. How was your Thanksgiving? It was pleasing. Did you give thanks? Yes. That's good. And I opted out. You opted out? Did you yeah, eat turkey? Black Friday stuff. I'm out of that. Yeah. Um, yes, I ate turkey. Did you eat ham? Uh, yes, actually. Yes. I did too. And uh, uh, dressing. Yeah. 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 And we don't call it stuffing down here in Texas. No, we call it dressing. It's dressing. Yeah. And uh, Do you, have you ever had uh, oysters in your dressing? No, but I've heard of that. Yeah, my grandma used to make oysters in her dressing. That sounds really good to me, actually. Uh, Is that like a main thing? I used to love it. I th- it's a it's a Dutch thing. Oh. I used to love it, but I tried it like two years ago and was like, no, thank you. I guess it'd been like five years since I'd had it, and it was gross to me then. <laughs> so I haven't had it since like the, you know stovetop's my my jam now. Really? Yeah. You like stovetop out of the bag, man. See, traditionally my my family has made this. Uh, the 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 dressing is a little runnier than that. Like it's like you had to almost eat it with a spoon. Wow. Like it's uh, now you know it's not like sticky or I mean it's 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 a lot looser than that. Huh. So um, I'm just used to that. Style and so stovetop seems really dry to me. Yeah, but uh, but I like the flavor. I'm still. Full. I like a lot of sage in mine. You know? uh, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I'm still full from Thanksgiving, man. <laughs> but I didn't have any giblet gravy. None. And I had no um, uh, cranberry sauce. My mom had cranberry sauce, didn't get it out. And I was just thinking that we got slighted, you know. I was like, what? There's no cranberry sauce. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> wow. I, I, speaking of cranberry sauce, I saw this really interesting tradition online while I, while I was prepping for this episode. Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, uh, I think Jimmy Kimmel threw that out there. If you had some weird tradition in your family, you know, throw it out there. And this, the <laughs> this one guy said that... Uh, their, his grandma always served the cranberry sauce out of the can. Mm-hmm. It just opened up the can and, whoop, you know, and just left it like on the plate, like in the shape of the can. <laughs> <laughs> so grandma passed. And so every year they open up a can of cranberry sauce and just dump it out onto a plate. Like, so it looks like a purple can. Yeah. Sitting in, and that's their centerpiece. For oh, <laughs> that's so sweet! Wow, it's like everybody hates it, nobody eats it, but <laughs> <laughs> but we do it for grandma. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I, I never understood that canned cranberry sauce. Like it just grows to me. 
so I've never really liked cranberries at all, period. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you get it out, and then you slice it down yeah, those yeah. rows, and that's it. It's just so gross to me. I don't get how people are, lo- <laughs> like, in love with that. But, hey, maybe maybe you are. Whatever. Enjoy. Yeah, I like Do it. you. But I'll eat yeah. it out of the can. I don't care. Of course you will. Yeah. Of course, I used to, you know, drink the stuff that was in the Vienna sausage cans, too, so. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I'm already getting a stomachache thinking of that. <laughs> Can we say salmonella? Ugh. So gross. I mean, I'll eat the Vienna sausages. I like those a little bit. If I don't have anything else, I'm starving. It was ridiculous as a but, kid. I'd, I'd eat, like, I loved canned meats. <laughs> like, I was, like <laughs> eat the Red Devil canned yes. meats. Oh, canned ham gosh. or whatever. The, <laughs> yeah. Devil ham and um, spam. <laughs> I've never had spam in my life. Oh, my gosh. Never. I'm gonna have to make you a spam like meal. <laughs> I think it was like some kind of it had a stigma attached to it. So my parents were always like, "We're poor, but we're not spam poor." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we had a lot of hamburger yeah, helper. You've never lived until you've cut your finger on opening a can of spam because it's got a little key. Yeah, and you had to twist it like all the way around mm-hmm. the can. Well, it might not anymore. Back in the back in the seventies, that's how we ate spam. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> so it was a great uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I, yeah. You you spend time with your family. My, we opted yeah. out on Friday and played uh, disc golf together. We did, mm-hmm. and um, my family all got along. That's nice. And there was no disputes, no fighting. Uh, Saw the OU Sooners whip up I on West Virginia. Actually, sat through that and didn't. <laughs> And wasn't rude. I'm amazed. I, you know, normally I would have been rooting for West Virginia, even though I didn't care anything about who won that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would have been, I would have been rooting for them simply because of your brother was what's going on for the others, yeah. But, um, but no, it was all very cool. Well, that's I must nice. be maturing a little bit in my old age. You must be. <laughs> I think well, I-, I say that I about broke my back. Uh, sledding down a hill yeah, on cardboard, yeah, a grass hill. We are in Texas, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have that Sled, snow sledding stuff. down the back of the the dam at the park, yeah, at the at Herman Baker Park and uh, on cardboard, right? And uh, we there was so much winter grass, like thick winter grass, it mm-hmm. wouldn't slide well, so uh, we kind of had to build our own Ramp. slide yeah. out of cardboard. But while we were trying, I, I kept thinking, okay, now if we can get this grass me- uh, uh, pushed down, smashed right. down enough, it, we'll be able to slide on it. And so I was up there scooting on a piece of cardboard, trying to flatten it out. And my cousin, who's just maybe five years younger than me, comes out of nowhere. And hes I found out later he was trying to push me, like push, right. help, help me slide down. But it just felt like he tackled me. Like, <laughs> like he just tackled me on the side of this really steep hill. So guess what? You go rolling. Both of us. <laughs> with, uh, Reenact the scene from The Princess <laughs> Bride. It was. It was not, I felt like going, <laughs> as you wish, all the way down. That's great. So anyway, it was, it was a wacky weekend. But uh, hey, those make good memories. Yeah, it was our first weekend that we didn't go back to Kansas in quite a while for Thanksgiving. Oh, but it was really good. You survived good. that? Yeah, my wife made the Thanksgiving dinner, and it was awesome. And so we just enjoyed family and played spades all weekend, which was fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you mm-hmm. got uh, very proficient at it. I did. 
I love playing After we spades lost now. the spades tournament right. at the church. Right. Now I, I feel like we could win that hands oh, down. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. And so if, if you're a listener and happen to play spades with us, <laughs> rematch. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this time it's not going to be pretty. Just saying. You, <laughs> you better bring your A game. M N. All right. So uh, <laughs> anyways... So, you want to jump into this topic? I do. So, seeing as uh, December is right around the corner and Christmas comes with that, we thought we'd do another Christmas episode because we haven't done one of those in a couple of years, I think. Whatever. (laughs) We do it every year. We have not. We did. We did the whole Advent thing last year. We did not. Yes, we did. No, we did that two years ago. No, we did the traditions, the paganism and all that two years no, ago. No, that was three years ago. <laughs> okay. We'll go back and look. All right. We'll, we'll have a friendly wager, you and I, and I'll let you know in the next Theonazi <laughs> one that. <laughs> well, everyone's going to know before we do. Right. Before the next episode. Let us know if we've done this before. A lot of this, well, that was weird. Yeah, there's a short in one of these wires. <laughs> but it's not going to affect the recording. No. So a lot of this is uh, um, kind of a repeat of what we've done before, but um, we decided, or I decided and came up with this idea for David, that we would Because do- we have a real topic that we are prepared for, but not all the participants are ready yet. Right. We're waiting on some participants. And so... Well, that'll that'll take a week, and so we decided <laughs> instead to do this uh, small topic: uh, five favorite Christmas or five good Christmas traditions or mm-hmm. things that we like about Christmas, and five things that we I don't want to use the word hate, disdain. S- some of them I do hate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, but yes, mournfully woe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About Christmas. Things, and, things that we could do without. Right. So how do you want to do this? You want to do one positive and one negative for each? Hey, yeah. That, All right. That would be good. So I'll do a positive. Uh, okay. Should we put the big ones at the end? Like, well, however we're numbering them. I don't, I, know. I don't care. However you want to do it. Okay. Well, a lot of these are kind of all in the same boat for me. Like, I'm not, there's not like one that's just like, oh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So... Okay, well, I'll just randomly do... All right, you do a positive, I'll do a positive. You do a negative, I'll do a negative. How about that? Okay. Go okay. ahead. You want me to start? Yeah, do it. Okay, well, since we did an episode on this, I'll talk about this one first. Okay. Positive for Christmas is Advent. Yes. And this is one that you actually had picked, too. And you, right. And, and, I, and you willfully... Um, switched. Handed that over to me. Mm-hmm. So um, so I'll, uh, here's the thing about Advent uh, that makes it kind of cool for me is that growing up, I never did it. Right. Um, because it was always a quote-unquote Catholic, Catholic thing. thing. And so and I, did, I didn't even know what it was. It was just one of those Catholic things. Right. So, <clears throat> but now that I uh, know what it's about, it's really cool because it's anticipatory to the coming of the king. Like that's the... And it has a dual purpose because of that. Because... We're looking at uh, Advent in terms of Christmas being the celebration of Jesus' birth, um, the days leading up to 
that is anticipation of the birth of the king. But at the same time, we can use it uh, as a way of being like a prelude to the second coming right. of the king. That's so great. there's all this stuff that we can do with it and that I think is really neat. And it also, I love, I love anything that involves devotion. And, and it's definitely a devotional tool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and in case you don't do Advent, and you can do it with sometimes there's these Advent calendars and or you know where you open the little window every day and there's a little chocolate or mm-hmm. a toy or whatever behind the thing. But what I think is cool about you know aside from the calendar or whatever is that each day has a um, has a scripture and a study uh, that, that kind of a devotion that goes along with it that leads up to uh, the birth of Jesus or the second coming, however you want to do it. Right. And, uh, so I just think it's really cool to build up to stuff, especially when it comes to the spirit. So like, uh, a good example of this is like we do, um, our, uh, shepherds at our church, we get together weekly and we do a prayer meeting. Right. And it's like there's usually a lot of discussion and a lot of fellowship and a lot of fun and that sort of stuff that we kind of do prior to the prayer. And then when the prayer happens, it's almost like you have this, especially if we're doing a lot of theological talk or singing songs, because we do that sometimes, it's like there's this spiritual buildup. Right. You know, that happens. And then whenever the prayer, we get to the prayer, it's like... I'm so into it at that point, like it just floods me. Like that is so cool, and I love any type of 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 build up with that type of expectation. And to me, that's what Advent kind of represents. Sure, it's a way for us to ramp up to the event, and I like that. It's really cool. That's great. So yeah, I I uh, totally agree with you. I love the the idea of Advent. <clears throat> if you look at a historical context, it starts. The December first, and it moves all the way through to Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three comings—that's the idea. Right. The coming of baby Jesus, right? Yeah. The coming of Jesus into your heart or into your life now, and yeah. then the coming of the future King. Um, whenever he'll he'll establish his kingdom, and so it's it's a great way to focus on Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And a great way to kind of slough off. The other, all these things we're going to talk about, right? The, the other things, <laughs> and, and really get to get to the the heart, yeah, of Christmas. And so, Advent is awesome to do. One of the things I love about Advent is it's it's good to do with your children. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome thing that every night you sit down, and you do a small little five minute devotional or a small minute, five minute, uh, <laughs> you know, prayer and talk with your your family. Uh, on the days leading up to to Christmas, and get them excited not not so much about Christmas itself, but but about the coming of Jesus. Right. And so, right. yeah, I I totally agree with you. Advent is awesome. All right, so I'll do one, uh, and this is going to seem like it's totally counter what we've just said, <laughs> sloughing off some of these is, other is, is ideas. This your, your good one. Yeah, this is a good one. Okay. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of Christians are going to naysay this, but Santa Claus. Right. I love Santa Claus. 
pagan. Now, exactly. <laughs> so most people are going to go, uh, it's just the fake secularism. <laughs> it's the commercialism of the holiday. But yeah. I don't think the spirit of Santa Claus, <clears throat> and that's what I really want to get know, to. Know your Christian history. Right. The spirit of Santa Claus, I think, is one of the most special Christian traditions that we have. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the fat man that lives in the North Pole that was popular popularized uh, really with uh, the poem yeah, uh, written the night before Twas Christmas. the Night Before Christmas, right? Um, which, I mean, that that wasn't even a picture of Santa. That wasn't even the idea of Santa Claus until 1823 right? Uh, when, when it was published. And so we didn't really have an idea, a picture of a fat man in red and white with a black belt going ho, ho, ho and drinking Coca-Cola <laughs> until the late. 1800s. That's a that's a modern rendition, but I want to get to the spirit of Saint Nicholas, the the man behind Father Christmas or Santa Claus, and who he was. The guy um, from tradition. Now we don't know a whole lot whether these stories are real, but Saint Nick was a bishop, uh, lived in fourth century, um, in Asia Minor. Uh, he was a rich guy. His parents were rich. And died and left him a big inheritance. But the thing about St. Nicholas was that he was a very caring and giving man from all aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, some great stories, one of which he was he was at the uh, the Council of Nicaea and yep. punched... Uh, in 325. Yeah, in 325 and punched Origen. Was it Origen? No, uh, Irenaeus. No, uh, Arius. Arius, that's right. Mm-hmm. Because the Arian heresy yeah, yeah. punched uh, Arius in the face <laughs> for denying the Trinity. <laughs> like we have that kind of stuff. But yeah. the other thing, a picture of Santa is um, the story. I, my favorite story of Saint Nicholas comes about from this this guy who who was poor and he had three daughters to marry off and he had no money, mm-hmm. and so. Saint Nick uh, took a bag of money and threw it down the chimney, and it landed in a stocking. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's where we get a lot of that imagery from. Right, right. And this was a historical story that we we told about charity all the time. And so, um, and then the second time he put it in a shoe. Third time, the the guy wanted to find out who he was, and so I think he like. <clears throat> Threw it through a window or something. Mm-hmm. Threw money through a window, and the guy tackled him, <laughs> like and caught him, and wouldn't let him go. And found out who he was, Saint yeah. Nick, and and so uh, this idea of doing charity without getting any kind of recognition recognition or, for yeah. it was the spirit of Saint Nicholas, mm-hmm. and I love that idea, and I think that that's a at its heart is a very Christian. Very Christian thing, and we got to understand that Saint Nick was a a Christian follower. He was a you know he was a believer of Jesus. Yeah. Now, okay, there's I've, some wackadoo stuff around it, but oh yeah, and today, I mean, Saint Nicholas, it, Santa Claus is really kind of uh, I don't know if he's taken over Christmas in a lot of ways, but I I do love the the original idea, and so yeah, I'm going. Well, he to, is Father Christmas. Yeah, he's right? Father Christmas. I'm going to tell Blakely about Santa Claus, and we're going to have fun with that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it um, at all. Uh, I had fun with it as a kid, and I also like the Americana idea of it. Okay, mm. it's just an Americana <laughs> thing, and it's fun to me. You know, it's enjoyable, and so uh, I, I hate the commercialism that comes with it, and we'll get to that. But 
Santa Claus, in essence, I think is awesome. So cool. That's my number one. All right. Well, let's see. Bad traditions. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm going to start with, since we mentioned Santa Claus, and there is a lot of debate about Santa Claus, one of the things that I don't like about the holiday is uh, political correctness. So <laughs> let me clarify. So there's obviously the politics around whether or not it's you know separation church and state use merry christmas use happy holidays yeah okay that that argument is annoying to me but that's not primarily what i'm talking about primarily what i'm talking about is the the debates in the christian circles about christmas and the whole is it christian to celebrate christmas is it pagan is it not pagan can we do this can we do that can we do this as long as we do it here or can we exchange gifts as long as it's not on December 25th and by the way Jesus wasn't actually born on December 25th <laughs> and I mean all of that it's like okay whatever um, that Christmas tree spoken about in the Old Testament I don't know you heard that oh yeah yeah it's uh, <laughs> Jeremiah 10 right yeah <laughs> well the um <laughs> the, the thing about all that and we did it you know we've done more than one episode on this I think. right but and so I don't want to rehash all that because there's a lot of debatable stuff about, and there is definitely some pagan roots to sure. some of what happens this time of year. No argument there. But the flip side of that is, uh, when you got married, did you wear white? Did you walk down an aisle? Were you wearing a veil? Do you wear a ring on your finger because of that? I mean, I'm going to tell you, all of that stuff has pagan roots. Like right. you, you're not like going to avoid. You're not going to avoid paganism because you don't do Christmas. Like there's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Uh, the fact that we have a calendar is pagan. Is pagan. Well, I mean, not the calendar itself, but the names that we put on the well, calendar. It's pagan. Yeah. The months are pagan. The days. The days are pagan. <laughs> so, um, so we should just get off our high horse and be happy that the world is celebrating something that needs to be celebrated. Right. On this, okay, pick a day. Okay, they picked the winter solstice because of Saturnalia or whatever. I don't care. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that just tells me Jesus is victorious over Saturn. That's right. what it tells me. So, so anyway, this whole political correctness around it about and tippy tone around certain people about it, and it's like, why don't we just loosen up and celebrate our Lord? Yeah. Like this is a good opportunity to witness. It's a good opportunity to be around people. So just the just the junk. Around the religious junk right. around this is irritating to me. Right. So one of the things I don't like, and it's just a stupid preference. And if I step in your toes, I'm totally sorry. But well, you should be politically correct about yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just going to be honest about something that I don't like, and it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And it's probably because of my history with it: Christmas cards and letters. Oh yeah, I'm with you. Like the. And so I grew up in the Southern Baptist Church, and every year, literally, if you, you go to your local Southern Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and you ask them if they have a mailbox for Christmas cards and letters, and they will pull out, every year, they pull out a box that has the last name, or the last, you know, has a <clears throat> alphabetical organizer thing, and every year, without fail, one of the things that you were supposed to do is buy Christmas cards... 
and fill out everybody. You know, you go down your church directory oh, and you wow. fill out everybody's dadgum. <laughs> I didn't grow up in that tradition. A card, <laughs> and then you you put them in these stupid mailboxes and so so it's kind of like the valentine thing that used to happen at the school where everyone had their sack hanging on the wall yeah okay and you had to go buy everybody a valentine so the two problems i had with that the first one was this the people that maybe didn't get recognized as much or, or you know weren't special quote unquote yeah got half the cards as everybody else you know mm-hmm and me being a pastor's kid, I loved going and checking that thing growing up because we had one every Sunday leading up to Christmas. It was great, or 20 or 30 or whatever. But there are other people that, you know, I imagine were just walked through that and went, man, nobody thought of me mm. at Christmas. It's terrible. And then on the other side of that, um, I was a young, starving college kid who just got married, and we didn't even have money to buy Christmas cards. And I felt like I was so obligated yeah. to make sure every stink, stinking person and I cards knew. cards are cheap. Yeah. Like, exactly. That's one of the rid- ridiculous things about it. You know, it's a piece of paper with a little art on it. Right. And so I felt like I had to go and buy these stupid cards and get them to everybody. And if I didn't do that, mm. because I served at a church as, as a pastor, if I didn't do that, then... uh you know, I was going to be looked down on mm. or something. It was just a terrible feeling. And so that left a bad taste in my mouth. But even now, I'm just like, it's really interesting to me that people will go and buy these cards and send them to all the relatives and stuff. But for the rest of the year, they won't even talk to them. Yeah. I, like some of my family members, I'll get a Christmas card from once a year and that's it. Mm. And they feel like they've done their obligation, you know, or <laughs> it's just. I just don't like the the fakeness of it all. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's another thing. Cards to me, like this is just my opinion, again, because <laughs> that's what we do here. Right. Uh, well, this one's <laughs> definitely opinionated. But. Okay. okay, so um, my, my opinion on this is just I don't like cards in general. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like birthday cards. I don't like Christmas cards. I don't like... I don't like get well cards. I mean, I just don't like cards. Right. Because uh, for one, I feel obligated to keep them. Right. What do you do with all that? And I actually don't, by the way. Yeah. Uh, With some exceptions, I will say that this isn't a hard, fast rule. There are times when I've gotten cards and it's meant like a ton to me. Mm -hmm. In fact, I've got like right over there in the window, I've got some cards that my grandchildren uh, wrote on specifically for me. And that's a different thing. Sure. But... um, but in, in but just the like for example every year without fail I've had the same insurance agent for thirty years right yeah and every year without fail I get a card from him and <laughs> and it's just like okay well he's at least he's consistent <laughs> right but you know I don't put I don't have a special place for those or anything like that <laughs> I mean it just goes right out of the mailbox and straight in the trash yep and so anyway but that's just me. I've just never never been a very big card, yeah, me greeting either. card type of guy. It's kind of it's just a pointless thing. In fact, whenever I was, did I ever tell you I woke up from that uh, dream and I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. It was like my birthday. Mm. I thought, what if people took the money they were going to spend on a card <laughs> and just gave it, it to bought you? me something? Yeah, <laughs> you know, or just sent it. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I guess one exception to this for me is if you didn't get cards all the time. It would be a different story, right? Like if I get a card 
and there was thought behind it. Like it, there's a meaning behind it. A card you created. Comple- oh, yeah, especially. Right. Uh, you get something that's personalized like that, oh, it can be really sentimental. Mm-hmm. But whenever you're inundated with it and, you know, it's just a, a Hallmark card and someone just signed their name at the bottom of it. Right. I mean, it's just like whatever. Trash. Yeah. That was a waste of $3. Exactly. Yeah. So, so anyways. Well, uh, but uh, you know, one thing I have enjoyed about Christmas cards is... I've got some friends that do like the family photo thing and they send you the family photo card. Yeah. And they, for whatever reason, those always end up magneted to our refrigerator, Fridge, yeah. regardless of who you are. Right. So if you're listening, if you send me a photo of your family on Christmas, it will go on my refrigerator. I guarantee you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the ones that I like is I've got some friends. Well, our fellow Theo, not Mike Mahoney, who, mm-hmm. who's been on the show. I love getting cards like that from him because they're never right. They're weird. Like they're wrong. <laughs> and I love that about him. <laughs> so one year, one year, <laughs> they, they were driving along and in the neighborhood where they lived and they saw this old Winnebago, like this 1976 Winnebago in the driveway yeah. of of some neighbor in the neighborhood or whatever, and they were like, "That would I've got the perfect idea. Let's all go dress up in some '70s clothes." And they happened to have some, by the way. <laughs> and they went and they put on turtlenecks and <laughs> bell bottoms, and Mike put on this fake mustache <laughs> and some shades, and they drove up to these people's house that they did not know. <laughs> They went up to the door and rang the doorbell. No one answered. So they're like, whatever, let's just do it. And so they all posed in front of the Winnebago (laughs) (laughs) and took a Christmas card photo. Oh, that's genius. And sent that to everybody. I loved it. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. And then one year, Mandy and Steven wanted me to help them put together a card like that. And it was, uh, I did it like an old Olin Mills like with the carpet and they're like, you know, got their elbows on <laughs> yeah. it or whatever. And they're holding their cat with a little Christmas hat on. And then I saw, Oh yeah, I saw that. And then I superimposed like with ghost type of image, right. superimposed the cat, cat. yeah, <laughs> over the picture. And they sent that out. Yeah. That's the Christmas, <laughs> Christmas card. It was so weird. I even thing. put the Olin Mills signature in the corner of it. <laughs> Good okay, we talked bills. about this way too long. Yeah, all right, go ahead. Okay, what was that? That that was your that was first your bad, eight. That was your bad one. Your bad your yeah. first bad one. Okay. So I'm gonna say my number two good one. I don't have a whole lot to say about this, but I'm just that type of guy. I like the ugly sweater tradition. Keep them coming. Yeah. Like it, the wilder, the crazier, the better. We actually uh had a <laughs> ugly sweater um contest at work last year and i thought it was great I don't, oh, know, yeah. I don't know if they're planning on doing it again this year but it was awesome to see the ideas some people would make their own sweaters <laughs> and then you can just find so many crazy ones sure. and like the one i found was a walmart one because this is a big thing now you can go find ugly sweaters everywhere. at walmart yeah and it was like the most atrocious combination of baby blue and hot pink you can imagine <laughs> But anyway, I love the ugly sweater thing. I, yeah, I just it's fun. Yeah, awesome. All right, so number two for me um, on the positives, caroling. 
and I don't have a lot to say about this one other than it is a, I mean, it's a historical thing. Uh, they were, I mean, carols are thousands of years old, right? Yeah. Um, Christians took over the idea of caroling. Uh, it was originally a pagan tradition for the winter solstice. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with. I just I love the I love getting together with friends mm-hmm. on a set day and going out and doing Christmas caroling. Yeah, I love uh, it too. A couple, what was it? I guess it, almost four years ago now. I guess no, three years ago. I don't know when we got together and we rode in a hay wagon yeah on a trailer on yeah. a trailer and we went around and that was a blast saying carols and I, I just think it's so fun and i think that that churches should do that every year mm-hmm. and i think it should be more of a tradition than what it is and i actually love the original story of a lot of it was obnoxious, obnoxious oh yes this, yeah 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 like if people would go crazy <laughs> <laughs> get in trouble yeah, yeah. with caroling, and I think that's fun. But I also like to see... We won't go until we get exactly. some. We won't go until we get some. The story of that is, is brilliant. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, you can go look that up if you yeah. want to look up the, the history figgy behind pudding. Figgy Pudding. and yeah. or Not Figgy Pudding, but that song. Yeah. It's great. Or Wassling. Yeah. What, what Wassling originally meant. But uh, <laughs> anyways, I just like the idea of... Going around and singing Christmas hymns and carols, and everyone loves it. Yeah, like I mean, how, you don't hardly ever get a Scrooge on that. Like no. people don't like freak out and be like, "Oh, get away from my door." <laughs> Maybe if we lived in New York or something, but yeah, but not here in Texas. Not maybe. here. Yeah, it's just a fun thing, and I think more churches ought to get involved in it. Mm-hmm. So that's just me. I liked it. Okay, so that was your good. You have a bad one. Oh, it's on my little bad. You're going to have to keep me up on this. No problem. Okay, so... Um, okay, well, since we did... Since I talked about the family portrait uh, Christmas cards, my one of my bad traditions I dislike is the obligatory family portraits. <laughs> where I know. You yeah. have to... Oh, everybody get together! We got Uncle Joe here, and he hasn't been here in forever. And uh, all of you got to, uh, okay. So we we do this apparently on Thanksgiving too. We went through this whole thing, sure. And, <laughs> and it's like, okay, get all the cousins together. Oh, okay, got that shot. Okay, get all the cousins and the grandma. And it's like there's all these combinations. And then it was like, oh, so and so, this picture didn't come out good. Uh, y'all get back up here. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, and then what do we do with those? Make Christmas cards for next year, maybe I don't know, but they, <laughs> <laughs> but I never go back and look at those right. group pictures like that, and so I don't know. I just it's kind of annoying to me. I'm not a big fan of the posing and I the understand that. gathering together for sure. the pictures. I, I know it's a special thing for like my mom or whatever, but some people love it, and that's <clears> all right. You love it. And at least we have smartphones now. Yeah. And the, but the trick with that is you never know where to look because everyone's got their smartphone out taking right. their picture and it's like, okay, which one of you guys am I looking at? <laughs> I feel like paparazzi's around. <laughs> Great. Yeah. All right. So one of the things I don't like uh, in, um, I guess I'll preface this. I, I love Christmas lights. I like going and looking at Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. I hate having to do Christmas lights. 
Right. I hate having to do decorations. I I do not like Christmas decorations when there's... So it's doing the decorations you don't like. Doing them and then gaudy ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the, like, the, like the Griswolds? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like the stunning... I don't like that stuff. I You know, I like going through like a... If, if we're going to go look at... Uh, in, in Winfield, Kansas, there's a Isle of Lights, which like they... They have an island park. It's called Island Park, and they set up Christmas lights every year, and you can mm-hmm. drive through and look at that. But I mean, like the gaudy, disgusting-looking Christmas decorations, I can't stand. And I also hate doing them every year, getting them out, mm-hmm. putting them up, only to take them back down. And deal with all that, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just too much for me. I'd much rather just chill on it, and not not have to put up. I'm Christmas I'm kind of with you in a way because, um, it almost again seems obligatory. Like, like I feel like I've got to go get this stuff and put it up because it's time to do it. And uh, we we don't decorate a whole lot. When we don't do the lights, we don't do the yard stuff. I mean, it's mostly just the tree and yeah. And Melanie really likes to do it, so she does it most of the time. And um, well, but my nice. biggest thing was always having to get it out of the attic, right? You know. And uh, but now, since we've had cats the past couple of years, <laughs> the cats won't leave the thing alone, and it drives Melanie bonkers. And right. so she started putting up the tree this year already, and then stopped because the cat was already attacking it. And I was like, just let the cat attack it, like, <laughs> like leave the bottom part. And she was like, no, it's like she's tearing it. He's eating it, and then he'll puke it all over everything. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, it, it's putting it up is a hassle. But you know what? And uh, maybe Michael's listening to this. Um, so if you follow Michael on on social media. You always see his family like mm-hmm. dressing the tree and putting the. They have this cool family tradition of doing it together, mm-hmm. and I think that's really awesome. Like if if you could have that tradition as part of like we're all gonna we're all gonna decorate together, right? I think it's a little. And I used to do that as a kid. Like my parents uh, used to like mom. Mom would would pop popcorn, and then we'd all sit around with the string and the needle and mm-hmm. string popcorn. And then we'd make those little um, uh, paper chains and stuff like that. Really? And, and get tinsel. And You did that. And yeah, well, we were little, you know, we were little yeah. kids. And we would all like decorate the tree together. And that was kind of fun. I mean, it was it was like bonding type of stuff. See, and it's totally different today, though. And that's part of what I'm talking <laughs> about, I guess. I could, I'd love that. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. But and you know it's kind of picturesque. Again, it's it's history. But the tree ends up ugly. It's popcorn paper. Uh, but it's still fun. Craft paper. Think and, about it. I know, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. It's like now it has to be flashy. Yeah. Whereas there, then it was like our tree is color coded. Tinsel. Does anybody even use tinsel anymore? No. And we, we would get that tinsel and it'd come in the bag, right? And you would like throw, throw it. it on there. Yeah. <laughs> it would just like go everywhere, right? And it would just land wherever it landed. Did you have a real tree? Uh, no, no, it was okay. always, that was always like hard. That to, was something that we, yeah. I grew up with a real tree every year. Oh yeah. And I loved that. And the smell was just amazing. I think, I think the reason why we never had a, 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 a live tree or a real tree was because, uh, my mom was like paranoid it would catch on fire in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I don't know why a plastic one won't, but anyway, 
These these uh, cedars that we have around here that we would end up using. I don't know why we we would cut down a tr- a tree in the field. It's going to be a cedar tree. It's not going right. to be a fir. You know exactly. <laughs> so. so I you know but we would always use a f- uh, a real tree and I loved that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. But today it's just so like I said, mine is color cord- coordinated. <laughs> it's red and silver. Yeah, that those are the only bulbs that are allowed on that. Oh okay. You know what I mean? I'm just like. Anyways, like, oh, it just annoys me. But, all right, go ahead. Spent too much time on that one, too. Okay, so we're up to um, good things, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, you mentioned caroling, mm-hmm. uh, and I had that on my list, too. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna go with this, Christmas music in general. Yeah. Okay, so, um, and this is where me and my son really differ. So- <laughs> Okay, so I'm a big, in case, okay, here's a, uh, a little tidbit about David. Uh, I'm a big fan of crooner type of music, like the 40s, uh, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra. I never knew that about Nat you. King Cole, oh my gosh. Like, I love Nat King Cole. Yeah. And Louis Armstrong, big band music. Sure. Like, I love that. And in fact, whenever we started the, the coffee shop here... I had even said, that's the music we're going to play. Nonstop, it's always going to be standards. It's, and, of course, you know, things change. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but we still do it quite a bit. You know, I'll put it on my Nat King Cole playlist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just love that whole vibe. And so a lot of the Christmas traditional, traditional Christmas music is that. is that. And so I'm like, yes, everybody's crooning. Right. <laughs> So I love like, uh, and some of those songs were written specifically for that. Like, um, what is the uh, chestnuts roasting mm-hmm. on an open? That that whole that thing is like was written for that type of music. Like right. it was written in that time frame. And so I just love that whole thing. Baby, it's cold outside. I mean, these are all standard type of uh, big band. Dreaming of a wild oh yes, yeah. Christmas. And that's a horrible movie, by the way. I hate that movie. What? <laughs> but I love the music. You it's, and I differ greatly on that one, really, my friend. Really. It is one of my favorite all-time Christmas movies, really? period. Wow. There's scenes I like, but I have a hard time watching it all sister, the way through. Sister, <laughs> I love that movie. but uh, Which oh. is weird. When I, maybe it's because... As a kid, I didn't like it, and I, so I never like got back into it because it doesn't make sense. Because I love Bing Crosby, yeah, and I love that whole style of, of music. So maybe I should give it another shot. You should, but uh, but anyway, the I just love the the moment I can start a Christmas playlist. I'm all in. Oh, <laughs> and you know one that I've really been jamming to is uh, is you know the actress Zoe Deschanel. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she. Sings because she sings in movies right. and stuff as well, and uh, so she was in a movie where she had to sing with a songwriter, and she became friends with this guy, and so they were like, you know what, we should record some stuff, we should <laughs> do some stuff, and so they started a little bitty band, a little singer songwriter band called She and Him, and uh, and they do like that style of music. Of music. And so, um, I think, you know, she sang on Elf. You know, she was in Elf. Oh, yeah. And she did the whole baby, it's cold outside in the shower type of thing. So, anyway, they've got some good Christmas albums, so I've been listening to that. And, anyway, I just love Christmas music. And even though you hear the same song 
over and over. And that's the thing Kevin doesn't like about it. He's like, there's 10 or 20 songs done a million times, like, <laughs> which is pretty true. Yeah. But I can't help it. I love the vibe. And I, I want to tack on <laughs> Christmas hymns on that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, most definitely. But uh, one thing that cracks me up, I, have you ever heard of, uh, what is it called? The Lutheran satire? Yes. I think oh, I, that's the, the Donnell and... The, Donald and, and Connell. Yeah, hey, Patrick. But they also did yeah. another one about Luther got approached by these Anglicans. And they're like, let's write a... We oh, hear that you're yeah, a great... Yeah, I saw that. You put that on yeah. social media. Then. It is so funny. Yeah. It's like, why are you always focusing on, like... The plants and the... Right, and the quietness. <laughs> why does it always have to be quiet? And why are there always, like, animals, barnyard... Why do you focus on the barnyard animals and stuff? Why not focus about focus on the, you know, the on incarnation Jesus. on right. Jesus? And they're like, but there's ducks and geese and... <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's so that, true. That was awesome. But yeah, if you think about it, most of the songs we sing, we sing are like that. But still, I love them. Yeah. Like Silent Night. Oh, it's great. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, anyways. Um, and we did a whole episode on on we did. Christmas carols one time. Yeah. <laughs> Done a lot of Christmas episodes now, I guess. Charity. Um, that's one thing that I, I like oh, about Christmas. Nice. Um, I think that... Which, by the way, today is... Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday. So. That's right. We had Black Friday, which mm-hmm. is all about getting everything, yeah. and Cyber Monday, and now it's Giving Tuesday, uh, which cracks me up. But because uh, it's last, it's after <laughs> after we get everything, then we what, yeah. Once you get all your stuff, yeah. Um, but I do love the idea that we tend to secular and non secular alike turn towards charity during this time. Yeah, we realize, hey, there are others among us that don't have. This stuff, and um, I think Santa Claus, by the way, is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. I think that that whole tradition is a huge part. There, it's no wonder why you see Santa Claus is standing outside of uh, grocery stores ringing a bell mm-hmm. during this time of year. It's that that idea of social awareness, and I do like that. I think that that's a good thing. Um, I think that we need to do it year round. I don't think it needs to be right, right. one time a year, but. It does warm my heart to see a kid run up with the money and and put it in that uh, that pot and you know realize and, and I think that there's a good tradition that a lot of people start doing, um, which is going. I think that there are more people that go to like soup kitchens and homeless shelters and give right. this time of year than they do any other time of year, which is great because it's the winter, mm-hmm. which is the worst time of year for homeless people. Right, and so uh, I think that's awesome. Like we. At Morningstar Academy, we do a give back every year, and this year we're going to the uh, um, we're going to a retirement home, and we're bringing presents and playing bingo and um, spending time with people who don't. And uh, we started out with three people in that retirement home that didn't have anybody that ever come came and visit them. We we got the names of them, and we decided to do a full out Christmas, buy them all these gifts spend the day adopt them kind of like an angel tree thing yeah 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 so we sent out those three names and then we had 12 other families from our school that went hey we want somebody yeah so we ended up adopting like 15 that's old awesome. folks that's awesome. you know and it's mm-hmm. just this idea of, of charity which is somewhat of a togetherness people actually are mindful of other people right and that's a 
that's something that I just I cherish about Christmas mm-hmm. and this time of year especially. So that's a good thing. Okay. Bad thing. Bad things. <laughs> okay, you talked about decorating. Yeah. So this is just a pet peeve of mine. Inflatables. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I mean ho ho ho. Ho ho And maybe it's because it is a little bit lazier because you turn on the air machine and just throw it out the yard. <laughs> And you don't have to like, you don't have to like nail something to do your, anything, <laughs> right? But uh, they're just obnoxious to me. Mm-hmm. Like they don't. And maybe if I was a kid, I might find them cool or whatever. But I and they're even in these like drive-through things that you would go to now. Yeah. It's like all these inflatable things. I just I'm not a fan. I, I like old-fashioned um, bulbs and tinsels, apparently. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so not a, not a whole lot to say. It's just a personal opinion. I don't like them. Okay, uh, something that I think every church ought to do. Um, oh wait, no, we're on a bad thing. Yes, sorry. Um, present pressure, feeling like you have to buy everybody an obligatory present. Yeah, like. It's like, okay, so who's on our list this year? Well, we got to hit these people to make them know that we care about them. Mm-hmm. We got to hit these people to make sure that they understand that, you know, that we're thinking about them for Christmas. And right. so what can we get that's cheap that we can, you know. Yeah, that someone's so like. Exactly. And what? how can we, and it's just so mundane. It's terrible. Like, I hate present pressure. Yeah. Like, why do we have to feel that we have to get people presents on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Or, I hate this one, so-and-so got us this thing, and so we have to get them now something, we gotta buy them something that has to match that, or we're we're the bad guy. Yeah, It's that feeling, you know what I mean? And a lot of that's your own fault for putting yourself into that mm-hmm. pressure, because maybe so-and-so didn't get you that present and expect Expecting anything in return, right. but it's just that feeling that, crap, now I have to do this or i'm mm-hmm. i'm not you know i don't know i just hate, i hate that feeling it's kind of cool in our um in our older age uh like we've like my mom is still all about buying us gifts and stuff but um we've already had conversations with my brother and stuff and we're like let's no. not buy anybody let's not buy each other anything right and they're like i'm good with that yeah <laughs> so, well and we've done this thing in my family too where we just do a lottery yeah so we pull out every person gets one other person right in right. the family. We don't buy anybody else anything. Yeah, that's what Melanie's parents do. And it's great. I mean, we just go and we have a well, that person got me this this year and mm-hmm. I got that person this thing, you know, and it's it's fun. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Great. Leave it at that. But, you know, <laughs> I just I hate that obligatory <laughs> present buying. And I also hate what it teaches our kids on Christmas nowadays. Where it feels like every year has to be something bigger and better or on par with what they got last year. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why not just not get your kids any presents for a year and right. see what happens? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's not a big deal, but I'd be a bad yeah, man. Mandy and Steven are like that. Not, don't buy the kids anything. You know, they got plenty. And, right. And it's like, as grandparents, that's really hard, you know, because yeah. re- when you have grandkids, you really want to buy them stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like 
you can't buy them enough stuff. Right. It's not it's not obligatory. It's like, you know. You want to. Right. And so, but that's really hard too because you don't want to like smother them with stuff. Yeah. And whatever. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So that's a bad thing for me. Go okay, ahead. Okay. So good things. Um, this has been a, a tradition of my family's for years and years and years, but for whatever reason, we've, we haven't done it the past couple of years, but the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. Frank Capra's masterpiece. You want, to, you want me to lasso the moon for you? <laughs> hey, Mary. <laughs> I l- Why'd you hit me in the air, Doc? <laughs> yeah. So I love that movie. Like, I love that movie so much. I can't even tell you, like, that is one of my favorite movies of all time. Really? And I can never get enough of it. Like, I can watch that movie over and over and over and over and over again. It's um, it's just a feel-good movie. It has a good moral. It has um, it, this whole... And what's funny is it's traditionally a Christmas um, movie. movie, but really none of it takes place at Christmas until the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the, just how sappy it really is and how it really teaches this whole message of you matter. Like everything you do touches somebody. Right. And that, um, and that even if you think that no one loves you, even if you think nobody cares, some, you've touched somebody's life and you really have a wonderful life, whether or not you realize it. And right. that was, that's a timeless message. Like it was, it was, it was, it hit a nerve back then. It hits a nerve now, you know, and especially today in today's society where suicide is, is rampant and especially at young ages and this sort of thing. And it's like the very beginning of the movie is this man contemplating taking his life, right? And an angel has to step in and stop and him. help it, yeah. And um, and so, did you ever hear how that movie became popular? Um, I don't guess so. It's amazing. I, it went through a lot of revisions, by the way. They, did, I mean, it wasn't the angel thing was a last minute right. decision, like that. That well, wasn't even a. Part it was of a. It was a flop. It was a failure, mm-hmm. and it actually the the studio that made it didn't even claim rights to it anymore. So it was one of the only Christmas movies that a network when network television began. Yeah, like it's serious. Oh. So it was it, one of the only Christmas movies so that it was they public could get. domain. Yeah, that was public yeah. domain, and so they thought. So a network it was either NBC or ABC. I can't remember. Took it and played it. Over and over again, every Christmas, mm-hmm. and it became they didn't have to pay anybody, right? And it became this huge popular oh, movie because of that. Gotcha. It was really cool when you Makes think sense. about it. Yeah. Well, Frank, Frank Capra is amazing anyway. Yeah. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Oh yeah, that's another a really amazing movie. But right. it just can't hold a candle to It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. That's just that's a beautiful movie. Anyway, it is. I, I love it. Um, so we're, we're talking about uh, movies. I don't want to do that. No, we're doing things I like. <laughs> so uh, one of the things I think we we ought to do as churches um, always hold the tradition of meeting together either either on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. or on Christmas morning. I agree um, because 
I, I think that it's a day of worship. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a it's a full on day of worship. And people might say, "Well, it's a day to be with your family," but I'm like, "Yeah, with your with yeah, your yeah. real that's family." That's what I meant. Yeah. Like, with your family, which is <laughs> the body of Christ, and that's—I mean—it's so important. I think that Christians meet together, and I would even venture to say I would love to take uh, the Lord's Supper or communion mm, at, at Christmas. That's a good idea uh, during a candlelight service or or the Christmas mass. We should totally do that this year. Yeah, I won't be there, but yes, you should. <laughs> I have to. Wow, I'll be at my own candle. I'll be at my family, but we'll your be own, in a candlelight. Uh, your own uh, family. Don't even start. Candlelight. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, we see, skip Thanksgiving so we can be there Christmas. But um, <laughs> anyways, I just, I love that tradition. And I think right. that that is, I think it's one of the most important things that you can do at Christmas mm. is worship with your... Amen. And my, my favorite is when Christmas comes on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Because then, and I hate it. Like I hate hearing about churches that cancel services. Oh yes, because of Christmas. It's like, what are you thinking? This is the whole reason. Like, no way you're going to cancel service. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Meet together, worship God, and praise the Lord that Jesus came yeah. in the incarnation. And so, I think that candlelight services on Christmas Eve, as well as Christmas Mass, if you're Catholic or whatever, or Christmas service if you're non-Catholic, I think is essential mm-hmm. and needs to happen. Yeah. So I agree. I like that. Okay. Back to bad things. <laughs> and I'm, so I'm just being uh, picky. I'll, I'll, no, I'll just pick the shallow things, I guess. Okay. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> Elf on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that started. That wasn't a thing when I was a kid. Well, it was a book that came out in the late nineties. Yeah. 2000s. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's dumb. <laughs> We do it at school. If, if if it makes the kids happy, I mean, I'm not going to like come in and knock your elf off your shelf or anything. <laughs> Put him in compromising positions. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, oh, don't let him near your elf. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not, I just think it's kind of a, it's just, it just seems like it's been an inundate, inundating thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an American thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just it's not, just a new tradition. I'm not a fan. People are carrying on. And I understand. <laughs> Maybe if I grew up with it, it'd be different. Nah. I don't think it would because it does push on that you got to be good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's what I hate about Elf on the Shelf. Mm-hmm. You got to be good and this this elf is going to go report that's, to Santa yeah, every night. Go, there you go. And that's the bad thing about Santa, by the way. I like the good thing of being charitable and doing... That's true. That you know the whole naughty nice list. It promotes religion. Oh yeah, it is. It's religion. Yeah, but it's. I mean, it's secular religion. Yeah, yeah. But but what? Yeah, what? It's I mean, religion is, with is, no God. It's no grace. Yeah, there's no grace whatsoever, and that's a huge problem. And mm-hmm. Elf on the Shelf promotes that, yeah. and that's something I don't like about it. But are we on a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, yeah, we're on the last good thing. No, no, I still you're have, second to the last, right? Yeah. I still have two things that I don't like about Christmas. Oh, no, that's what you're on. Yeah, bad thing. You're on your bad thing. Hallmark Christmas movies. (laughs) You mentioned a good Christmas movie. Unless it's the Holy Trinity of the Christmas Story, (laughs) National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, or... Those aren't Hallmark movies. No, no, no. Unless... It's the Holy Trinity of the oh. Christmas Story, oh, okay, gotcha. National Lampoon's Vacation, or Elf. 
I don't like it. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, wait a minute. What was the other one? Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> the, those are the, the those are good the good christian yeah i mean the good christmas good Christ- movies well and i also like i love the original the claymation of uh rudolph, rudolph. or red nose reindeer and that whole series there's it's several great them, yeah. yeah i and the santa claus one mm-hmm. the island of misfit toys all that stuff i love that that's fun yeah. and and i grew up with it that's probably the reason i love it is because mm-hmm. every year we'd sit down and watch it on same tv but if you go on Netflix right now, it's like the Hallmark Channel on steroids. There's an entire grouping of Christmas movies that are thinly veiled, terrible romantic rom-coms. rom-coms yeah. That that are just absolutely atrocious See, and make me want to vomit. Mel- like Melanie would be slapping you right now. They're like, terrible movies. She loves these movies. I watched one last night, and I can tell you every single plot of every single oh, yeah, one of them. Because there's only one. There's a big city girl who has a big city fiance. She grew and she, up in the country. She grew up in the country, but now she's like an editor of some newspaper. Yeah. And they send her back she's home got a, to a do lawyer something. Fiance right. Who's a jerk. And she goes back home and she falls in love with the small town feel. And by the way, there's the hometown boy. Who's not good enough for her. Exactly. Exactly, and now all of a sudden that's he's all that she can think about. They spin yeah. these moonlight walks together, and, and then there's a little fight because he lied to her a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or she lied to him about something. Yeah, yeah. And so the big city fiance comes back, and you think, oh, it's you don't think you know what's going to happen, but you go, oh, it's you know it's bad. They're going to, yeah, yeah. but then she ends up breaking it off with the big city fiance yeah. and getting with the small in the town airport. Boy. She's going on the she's going to the airport to go fly back home, uh-huh. and he shows up the last minute, yep. and stops her from getting on the plane, and that's it. End of the story. We should write rom coms. Has nothing to do with Christmas, <laughs> the spirit of Christmas, anything. It's just terrible. <laughs> it's a mindless drivel. Disgusting ridiculousness <laughs> and should never be put on TV. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Yeah, Melanie's yeah. probably not listening, but okay, good. <laughs> Terrible movie. Yeah, movies. I walk into the room while she's and she wants to like pause it or change the channel, or she'll just say, Just don't come in here, right? <laughs> because I'll start quizzing her, like, oh, Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, which character is this? Is this the, is this the good is guy? Is this the jerk yeah, boyfriend? The jerk? And she's like, "Stop it! You're ruining the movie." <laughs> okay, so I get you. I hate them. I'm with you. Hate them. <laughs> okay, are are we on to good stuff? Good now? stuff. Yeah. Okay, this is my last good one. Okay. Um, so I'm going back to gifts. Yeah. Making gifts is a good thing for me. So. I'm with you. I don't think I don't like gifts. Period. As far as giving, mm-hmm. like going and buying gifts, I think it's horrible practice. But we met, we did a thing one year where it was like, okay, we're we're only going to give gifts that you made yourself. That's so awesome. And that was one of the best Christmases because even though the gift you you got or gave or whatever didn't last because it was cheap and thrown together by a five-year-old or whatever, but it was, it was, there's heart in it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't break the bank. You're not standing in lines, which is going to get to me here in a minute, but there's, uh, 
there's just a whole lot more to it. And I love that. Like, I, I love the fact of pouring yourself into, like, the best, you know, we were talking about cards earlier. The cards that mean the most to me are the ones that someone just took a blank piece of paper and wrote or drew on. Like, those are precious to me right. because it came from that person's sure. heart. Like, it's a piece of that person. And so, if you're going to give gifts, if you, and most people are, and most people are going to go to the stores and buy them, I guess, but. <laughs> try this on like make gifts for one another it's really it can be really funny because sometimes they are really cheesy and really bad and sometimes you can do that on purpose depending on who you're giving them to and it can just be a good time and so i i like homemade uh heartfelt gift building right okay i totally agree with that 100 percent. it's beautiful um, okay, I don't want to end on a... It's your last good one. Yeah, and you have a bad one before... Oh, I have one more bad one. Go ahead and do your bad one, and then I'll do, we'll end on a good one. Okay. So, <clears throat> it ties in to your last bad one. Inversely, yeah. <sighs> Shopping. Sales events. The obligatory gifts. Everything that has to do with commercialism yeah. around this. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Um, used to, like even in back in my day, like even <laughs> there used to be a time whenever the stores would actually close. Right now, it just doesn't happen nope. because you've got all this need to buy before, and then the need to exchange after, and it's just completely. Like obsessive, yeah. I cannot stand it. Like with a passion, like the whole Black Friday thing, and I've already vented about this on the last episode about how, um, like, REI does the opt-out side thing. I mm-hmm. absolutely love that, and they get my business <laughs> right because they stand against this thing. Right, and even though you might could argue they do it for monetary reasons because they because people do support them in this. But I don't care. I just don't like the whole culture of shopping. Um, and especially, like you said, when you've got a list of people you have to buy for simply because that's what's expected. And uh, sales events, I'm so sick of even getting my emails every day right now that are saying, one day only, <laughs> get your Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday has been extended to <laughs> today. And it's like, just stop it. I mean, the whole inundation of the commercialism around this mm-hmm. is my one biggest pet peeve about the whole thing. Yeah. So. I totally get that. I'll let you end this on a good note. So my most positive one, I love the nativity. And yes. And when I see the nativity, it's special to me. I, I just love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can argue, well, the you know wise men weren't in the, you know. Yeah. Whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Suck it up. But the picture of the nativity is just beautiful with Mary and Joseph and the mm-hmm. baby. It's what it represents. Yeah, yes. and it's that whole thing. Um, we were in... None of it's accurate. Right. But... You're uh, the shop, um, Fairtrade, 
the fair trade shop. Fair and square. Fair and square. Mm-hmm. We were in fair and square on. There's a plug for my friends in McKinney, Saturday. Texas. If you're in McKinney, Texas, around the square, go check out fair and square. It's a really cool little shop, and they had nativities from all around the world there. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and it had little lists of all the different nativities, and I just was, I was giddy because to me, that's just a perfect picture mm-hmm. of how the story, the true story of Christmas, of Christ coming in the flesh, the promised uh, the king uh, coming in the flesh, impacted all these different cultures. Yeah. And all their different pictures and takes on it. We do a live nativity here at the mm-hmm. way every year. Which and, is amazing. Yeah. I love that. It's so neat just to do that and people drive by and see it. And mm-hmm. uh, Blakely got to be Jesus one year. It was really fun. And, <laughs> um, I just, I love that that picture. And it's what, what Chris, Christmas really is all about. Um, and so I think that's a special thing. And, and uh, so go check out a nativity or get a nativity this year and uh, and worship God through enjoyment of it. But that's all I got. Awesome. Well, I think that was a, a cool yet exhaustive list of the things we don't like and like, <laughs> and like. about Christmas. That's pretty fun. So very good. How long did that take? That felt like really long. We're about an hour and ten minutes into it. You want to so, kill? Yes, or, whatever you want to do. Yeah, let's. Uh, no news for this week. We'll we'll pick it up next week. But All right, uh, well, let me find my script. Then sorry, man. <laughs> Merry Christmas, <laughs> you filthy animal. You filthy animal. Oh, Home Alone. <laughs> That's another great movie. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That was my childhood right there. Oh man. So, uh, have you heard the? So, so random. Have you heard the the uh, the theory that um, that Jigsaw from the Saw movies is, is Kevin, Kevin McAllister? That totally makes sense. <laughs> That's messed up, but it totally makes sense. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> the Theonauts are part of the Great Commission Transmission Network, using new media and social networking to go into all the world and proclaim the good news to everyone. To find out more, go to gctnetwork.com, subscribe to the newsletter, and stay up to date with all of our other shows. Visit our, including Finding Christ in Cinema and the Secret Fire podcast. Oh, yeah. Those- L- listen to our website at theonautspodcast.com for show notes and outlines. Listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or your favorite podcast catcher. And be sure to rate us because that helps us reach a larger larger audience. There are several ways you can contact us and leave us feedback. Send us email to theonauts at gctnetwork.com or call us on our voicemail line at 972 885 7270. Tweet to us on Twitter using at Theonautical. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Theonauts. And if you like us and want even more Theonauts, drop us a buck or two at patreon.com slash Theonauts. Your patronage helps in our expenses like hosting fees and equipment costs. Don't forget to tune in again to explore the vast reaches of God's Word with us. All right, Jeremiah, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you, man. This has been the Theonauts Podcast. Call us with your questions or comments at 972-885-7270. That's 972-885-7270. We'd love to hear from you. You are tuned in to the GCT Network. This is your Great Commission. This is your Great Commission Transmission. At GCTnetwork.com. Dan, what is your deal?
If anybody doesn't know, Dan is the worst. <laughs>